This is Encore Performances, reconnecting with friends of GBA. I'm your host, Joel Carson, the Executive Director of the Geoprofessional Business Association. GBA is known for engaging with amazing speakers at our conferences, and in this series, we reconnect with past keynotes that have become old friends of GBA to see where life has taken them and learn from their journey. They are American heroes, best-selling authors, business leaders, executive coaches, all experts in their field and brilliantly engaging. I hope you enjoy reconnecting with these friends of GBA as much as I do. Today, I'm reconnecting with an inspiring keynote speaker from our 2016 Spring Conference held in the Big D, Dallas, Texas. He shared his story of overcoming personal challenges and his experiences, which gave us tools and insights on ways that we can all be better leaders. And it is my honor to talk again with my friend, Jonathan Edison. Good morning, yes, Jonathan. Sir. Hey, man, good morning. It's so good to see you guys. I can't believe it was that long ago. As an intro, in today's competitive and often complicated world, it takes real solutions, creativity, innovation, and courage to accomplish great things. And that's why Jonathan is here with us again to share his strategies, mindsets, and fuel that we need to leverage change and take empowered action and create an extraordinary life. Success strategist Jonathan Edison is one of the most compelling thought leaders and motivational business speakers today. He's an expert in human development. He delivers strategies, methods, and tools filled with insight and humor, humor that I remember, and consistently move people and organizations to their highest potential. His personal model, results, don't lie, people do. Now for more than 15 years, Jonathan has taken his message of courage, strength, and inspiration to more than a thousand audiences and over a million people across North America. Thank you again for joining me today. It's great honor to reconnect with Jonathan Edison, the baddest motivational speaker on earth. I need to take you on the road, Joe. It's 2021. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. When we all get back to traveling again, we will do the road trip. So let me start out with uh, some questions, Jonathan. When we were together in 2016, you emphasized the importance of shifting the way we see the world. Right now, that seems really important. It's, it, it would be really easy to focus on the negativity that surrounds us, but please remind us of the importance of, of staying positive and how we can all get excited about life, stay excited about life. You know, Joel, the, the easiest thing that, that a person can do, very easiest, is to be negative. You know, it takes tremendous effort. People don't realize just to be positive, you know, just to smile. You, you know, you need hundreds of muscles in your face to even crack a smile. Because of the way we're designed as human beings, now, now we're talking neuroscience and how we're wired as, as humans, we're at a place where we have to be very careful of what we allow in and what we allow to control our subconscious mind, some theorists, call your subconscious mind your heart 
and you should guard your heart at all cost because garbage in, garbage stays. So for me and, and people that are close to me, people that I come in contact with or inspire, my, my message, my, my overarching message is that you have to change your perspective so you can change your life. The word perspective is very interesting and it, it, it essentially means, it comes from the word perspectus, which, which is an ophthalmological term, which essentially means, what do you see? We're constantly asking ourselves the question, what do you see? It reminds me of Mother Teresa when she went to the streets of Calcutta. The media followed her over there and she wasn't a big media buff and they said, Mother Teresa, you're going out on the streets of Calcutta, what do you see? And the backstory was that she was taking bodies with no mask, no gloves, and, 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 and putting bodies of children in, into small graves and, and taking people that were dying of, of illnesses and, and, a, and a lot of terrible things and helping move these people around and, and providing people with food and comfort and water. And they just wanted to know, Mother Teresa, what do you see? And she answered and she said, every day I see Jesus Christ in all of his distressing disguises. Or in, in another sense, I see the highest good in everyone I come into contact with. Right now, and, and this is my opinion, my opinion is worth five cents and two pennies. Can we see the highest good in the world right now, because that's how you create change. That's, that's, that's how you make an impact. And that's how you remain positive, seeing the highest good. And that's not, and so, and so and some of my uh, friends say, oh, here you go with all that hocus pocus trying to trick yourself. And it's, it's not that, because I understand that perspective is a choice. What do you see? And then based upon what you see, going back to Mother Teresa, what are you going to do about it? She was working. She, everyone else saw. It was interesting, Joe, when you, when you researched this Mother Teresa piece, because you can Google it. The people that were following her to find out what she was doing wouldn't cross the barrier because they were afraid. And they, went, they waited until she returned and asked her, what do you see out there? Yeah. Right? Afraid to do some work, afraid to get in the fight, afraid to do something. So for me, how I remain positive and how I believe that we can remain positive is take a look at what you see and then do something. Yeah. Do something good for somebody. It is a choice that we all have to make every morning when we wake up is to, to be excited about life and look for those those beautiful things that are around us, even when maybe our first reaction is that it's the world is crumbling down around us. That's it. Absolutely. And, and you'll never get away from that feeling that it is because we're not blind and it's like we can't hear and like those things yeah. are in place, but you have a choice. And I'll talk about it a little later. I know you're going to ask me some more questions, but part of my creativity, I put the system together. And the, the number one part of the system is reframing your thinking. Because when you, when you talk about pathways of the mind and how we're designed, there's always a choice. 
And whichever path is worn down the most is the path you're going to travel. Problem, okay? I can go ballistic about it, or I can say, you know what? It wasn't that bad. That's a choice. But some people have the path that's built on going ballistic. And some people have the path that's built on silver lining. It's not that bad. You know, I'll never forget I was driving and I caught two flat tires, like at the same time, upper left, lower right. Both of them blew out. And I was coming from yoga. You know, we talk about your, your wife is yoga. I was leaving my Bikram yoga class and I, I, I got on the freeway and boom, boom, and my tires, tires wow. went out. There's a choice. Here's what I knew in the moment. There's nothing I can do about it. So I decided in my mind, man, if I blew two tires, I must be about to be somebody amazing. <laughs> the universe wanted to make sure I stopped cold. Because one tire, you, you try to make it. Two tires, you're done. I called AAA. They, they sent a guy. We ended up talking. His wife was having some, some, some problems. I gave him a copy of my book, Survival Mode. Boom! Made it friend. It inspired his wife. But that was a choice. Yeah. Wow. It's a choice. Wow. That's cool. That's a great story. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're not going anywhere with only two tires. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing is you emphasized to us at our conferences that leaders must meet the people where they are. As employees, we're all working remotely and and so for employers, this is even more of a challenge. And so how do we adjust now in this world to meet the people where they are? Man, you know, that advice, I, I really want to listen to that again for myself because I, I'm one I, I thrive on and I need to be in front of people, right? I, I just love it. I love the energy in the room. I love the feedback. I love the back and forth. I love the smiles or the, what did you say? You know, I love it all. I'm having to meet people where they are, which means I have to get in front of a screen and put the same energy through the screen. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is an adjustment. You know, I did a podcast, a, uh, um, a Zoom last week and it was for um, uh, somebody had booked me to inspire their people these are the folks that are on the on the phone uh, a call center uh, i was speaking to a call center that they were a previous client and they brought me back to do that and i'll tell you Joe, i got off the, the the call i was exhausted <laughs> <laughs> because i want everybody to feel what i feel about what i'm talking about so as a leader, right now, as my 11th grade English teacher would say, life is a stage and you got to play a good acting role on it. So now, more than ever, we have to get rest because we have to be up higher than we normally were. So I might sleep later than I normally do if I know I have a big call. Because I understand that everyone right now, based upon what's going on in the world, is down here. And I have to come in up here, and I want to bring people up where I am, understanding that they are down here. And, that, and that's, that's the beginning step 
as a leader is to not fool yourself and think that people are walking around and skipping around. That's because you have households where maybe one spouse isn't working because of what's going on. Now you're working off or operating off one income. Now you're having to spend more time with people. And to be very honest about it, where you met, you're married, you used to be married part-time. Now you're married full-time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we date people in, in time crunches. You know, yeah. if, if everyone leaves the house at 7 a.m., I don't see you again the 6th. Yeah. You know, and then I might see you for two hours and I might see you for another 30 minutes. Now I got to see you 24 hours a day. <laughs> you know, so there are some adjustments that are going on. Um, so if you're in a leadership role, you by yourself have to adjust and then you have to meet those people where they are. So, so we yeah. can get some things done. I, I totally agree with you. And, uh, and, and these Zoom calls are so important when we can't sit around the water cooler or walk into somebody's office and chat with them, but they are exhausting. You wouldn't think of it that, but just this one-on-one, -on -one, the attention span is really high. You just have to prepare for that, as you suggested, get more rest and go into those calls with high energy. And, and that's great advice. There was a study put out very recently, and I, I'm, my mind is escaping where I read it. People now are working harder than they were prior to what's happening out in the world. Notice I don't mention what's happening out in the world. That's another thing. I never met this man. I follow him. He's passed away. His name is Reverend, Reverend Eichen Coulter. You can look him up if you guys are listening. But he says, what you give attention to or, or what you give, uh, put your focus on is where the attention goes. If we keep putting our focus on, we know the term, we know what it is, the numbers and the letters, that's what gets the power. Yeah. So I decided not to even bring the name up anymore. You described to us in your, in your book, Survival Mode, the inability to see yourself in a bigger future is a challenge that's when people are operating in a survival mode is when they can't, they don't have that future vision. How can we all see ourselves doing more and resulting in doing more during these challenging times? Oh man, Joe, that's a great question because one of the things that I teach in the system that I built, one of the pathways of thinking that I think people need to have to be successful is staying in the moment. And what you're doing, you're, <clears throat> you're replacing distraction with nowness because there's, all, there's always a choice. So you got distraction, cell phones, this, that, boom, nowness. I got to focus on what I'm doing. Well, it may seem a little contradictory. Now I'm saying, no, get in the future. Get in the future to pull yourself out of the moment because now being in the moment or staying in the moment will drive you nuts because there's so much happening. In my opinion, and I'm talking about personal experience, studying the brain, to pull yourself out of controversy, survival mode, you have to be in the future. 
And that is seeing yourself doing something different, seeing yourself having a different outcome than what you're currently experiencing, seeing yourself better, seeing yourself away from what's happening right now, because we've been, oh man, it has been a monsoon of data that has been deposited into our subconscious mind. And here's what people don't know, and that's why I'm writing this book. I'll tell you about it later. When you're, whatever your subconscious mind is filled with, that controls your behavior. It, so if your subconscious mind is filled with, it, it, it's like this. Uh, I had some employees, uh, Joel, that were showing up late. And they, you know, and I'm very, I'm very demanding about time and I'm very demanding about showing people respect. Uh, I believe that that's showing someone respect. And I, after the third time they were late, it was, it was two of them. I said, part of our core culture is that we're not on time. We stay ahead of time. We treat our clients with respect. So if you want to treat what's happening with respect, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. I said, because subconsciously, you really don't want to be here. Your behavior is telling me that. The future, Joel, is where we have to go. And I would even say, push yourself out to 2021. Let's get into a New Year's mindset. 2021, man, is going to be amazing. I just say, dude, it's like June. I'm done with 2020. I am done. <laughs> I am done with 2020, Jonathan. I can tell you that. I want a remake. I want a duo. We're done. I think everybody's going to get issued a reset button on, uh, on <laughs> January 1st, 2021. Just everybody yeah. hits it together because that's absolutely. Yeah. And and taking the time now to prepare for that is is maybe a, an opportunity for all of us. And we'll talk about that in just a second about what you're doing to prepare for that future. One of the questions, I, this, this whole conversation has been filled with hope and I appreciate that. And that's, that's just the energy that you bring to everything that you do. One of uh, the things that I've started to ask my friends and colleagues is to uh, fill in the blank question. Mm. And so if you'd fill in the blank for me to this question. The silver lining in all of this is blank. Oh, man. Silver lining in, in all of this is that I've been able to recalibrate. I've been able to take inventory of my marriage because, you know, just that one area, we were on a roll. And what I mean by roll you know, when I travel and she works and the kids are moving, I mean, we've got active kids where, you know, our kids need an assistant between practice and, you know, my oldest boy, he, he's on his way to Purdue on a, uh, you know, to be an engineer. Jonathan Jr., he is uh, in advanced math. He plays football. Ava plays travel soccer. I mean, we're, I mean, it, it is a show. So we've been on that treadmill for a decade and it's, it's just automatic. We have a family calendar. All the kids have iPhones. Uh, all the kids know the passcode to the house. If no one's here, let yourself in, make yourself something to eat. I mean, it's just, 
that kind of show. And, and we were really able to just kind of pause and take inventory of that and then hit a reset because things are about to, about to change. That area in my business, um, same thing. I'm one that likes to go. I like to go, 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 go. Well, you know what? There's nowhere to go. There's no go. You know, I was inventorying my business and, and where I wanted to be over the next decade. And then even my, my health, you know, it's like, okay, I do this and I do that. You know, how can I improve that? I, I realized I hadn't had my annual, I missed two of them, man, because I was somewhere speaking, my checkup. And then I got Invisalign and, you know, I got all this stuff going on and got my eyes checked, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, you know, everything's good. But the silver lining for me is that I was able to do something I'm normally not able to do. And that's pause, inventory, take a look around. In addition to that, on the business side and on the creative side, there was a book that I started a decade ago that I took down off the shelf and I'm almost finished. I, I think I need about two or three more weeks. I'll be done with that. I, I have a children's book series that did pretty good. And now I'm talking to my, my buddy who helped me with um, the app and some of the other things. He's actually, his name is Beldion Ciprian. He's in Romania. We are working on some sketches to possibly get it on Nick Jr. or PBS Kids when everything is over. Uh, it's just enabled me, the silver lining, is to get a new perspective. It'll be seven in, in 6.5 years, my baby girl will be graduating from high school. So it's like, okay, let me get in the future. What does that look like? Yeah. What's the plan? You know, where are we, what are we going to do? So my, my plan is to move to Hawaii. You know, I, I get hurt <laughs> out of high school. <laughs> but, uh, so the silver lining is, is, you know, taking inventory. It's been a really great opportunity to take that inventory for all of us personally, professionally. So maybe that's a next question for you is that I know that you travel around and inspire audiences around the world when those events are not taking place, you talked a little bit about pulling your book off the shelf and, and uh, finishing that up. What, what other things are you doing now that you don't have that opportunity uh, professionally to inspire audiences uh, in person? Okay, so you got a couple things, y'all. So I had to get into the future, and I did this maybe a month or two ago, and I said, okay, what if school doesn't go back? What if the workplace stays as it is. What, what now do I have to, uh, the, I guess the term now that people use is pivot to, and that is uh, uh, online classes and having those classes up in a cloud, up on a platform where uh, a thousand people can go and take that course without me. Um, and with schools, it's kind of the same. We deliver the books. We deliver the curriculum. And even, even in the workplace, we can send you um, copies of survival mode, the, the ones you can have in your hand with the workbook, you know, seven steps how to get out of survival mode and get over into beast mode. And here are the classes that go with that. And, and here's how to follow that. And I'm, you know, I'm really excited about that because I never considered that. You know, it's, it's always me live in your face. No, I can still be live, but you can do it on your own pace. You know, yeah. one of the most fascinating things 
um, that I've participated in is having the ability to go back to school, uh, back to Harvard. And my friends are like, dude, how do you go to Harvard? You live like in Michigan. And I'm like, no, they have, you do half online and you do half live. And I didn't know how I was going to feel about that. I love it. You know, they put the courses up there. You know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like an obsessed type of person. Like if I get something, I'll just stay with it. And when I want to go to court, go to class, I can go to class. So for me, it's providing what I provide, inspiring people just in a different format, uh, yeah. which is you know, new and unique. And I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, how this all plays out. I even took like uh, four or five people's courses, like I paid for their course, just to get like how, like how does this work and what the format is. And I think I come, I've come up with a pretty cool format and you know, I'm gonna do some stuff outside, I'm gonna do some stuff on the green screen and you know, I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna be, you know, super energy and make sure yeah. people are inspired and, and can use, use their information. That's cool because I've seen some of the videos of you walking into like jam-packed stadiums of of school kids and teachers, and thinking, "Holy cow, that what a huge audience!" But now you're talking about inspiring hundreds of thousands of people through this online format. And while they may not be screaming in unison around in in a giant stadium, they'll be screaming individually you know in a much larger uh, a much larger audience so that's pretty cool that you now are looking for ways to inspire even bigger audiences than what a stadium might be able to hold yeah you know it's it's it's, it's interesting but uh as we were talking offline you know I'm, I'm Batman. Like I need that. I need to go fight crime on a stage. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we you know. we do require that feedback, and so that that might be the hard part. Is even if it is touching tens of thousands of more people, getting that feedback to you, uh, you know, that refuels you is going to be a challenge. You know. Yeah, it's my lifeblood. I, I just may have to keep watching myself over and over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you ever need that pump up, my friend, just call me. I, I got plenty of it for you. <laughs> and I know our GBA members do too. Uh, they, they feel the love for you for sure. Absolutely. So remind us again of how our members can reach out to you to find your books and, uh, and your, uh, engage with you on personal coaching or small group uh, coaching. Absolutely. I am easy to find. And that is um, jonathanedison.com. And everything, uh, all the contact information is up there. As far, you know, you can go there and, and there's a form to fill out or you can email me directly. And if you want to call, the number is uh, 248-231-2059. Uh, again, 248-231-2059 and jonathanedison.com. And I'm on all social media platforms at Jonathan Edison. Okay. And we'll have that information in, the, uh, in this episode's um, information so that they can go there also. Uh, jonathanedison.com for everything Jonathan Edison. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so before we part ways. I know you have some other things to do. Um, would you please 
what, what message would you like to leave with us, with the GBA members? I think for us as individuals, collectively, overarching message, again, just to kind of follow up on what I said earlier, is, is to change your perspective and change your life. And, and that's kind of the mantra that I live by. And I'm, I'm constantly and consistently looking to adjust, as, as one author states, tiny adjustments over a long period of time can get you going in a totally different direction, which in the essence means we're not going to fix the world, fix our workplaces, fix our marriages, fix our relationship with our kids in a day. You know, nothing, you know, nothing great happens fast. Um, it will take some time. It will take some effort. It will take some energy, but ultimately it's going to take some love. So uh, no matter what you do, be in love, fall in love with it. And, you know, in my opinion, that is the roadmap to success. Thank you again, my friend, Jonathan Edison, for joining us today. And uh, thank you for your sh sharing your message of hope and inspiration. All my pleasure, sir. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encore Performances, Reconnecting with Friends of GBA. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe and listen to future episodes. I'm confident you'll be inspired, informed, and entertained. For more great resources to help make you and your business smarter, stronger, and more successful, visit our website at geoprofessional.org. Thank you again for listening to your continued success.